What is up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to the next episode of the Three Peaks Fitness Podcast. I'm Coach Mark. I'm Coach Lynette. Today, we've got a good one. We are talking about efficient, effective workouts. Yeah, what to do when you don't have much time. Yeah, because we all have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Right? Although it seems like some people have more than 24 hours. <laughs> it seems like some people are more productive. Yeah. Or maybe they just make better use of their time. Yes. Mm. Yes. And we're going to, yeah, this will be, um, this podcast will cover more topics than just doing a workout that's really time efficient and effective. It will also deal with time management mm-hmm. yes. and, how, and how you perceive time. Yes. It'll yes. Get a little existential. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think uh, one of the most important things to keep in mind when you're trying to figure out how to fit fitness into your life when you have a busy life, right? You got work, you got kids, you Mm -hmm. got this, that, and the other. You have all these things going on. It can be really, really hard to um, figure out how you're going to take care of your health, right? How you're going to make yourself a priority. Um, And one of the things that you always say that I love (laughs) is... What can you do on your worst day? Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's that, the standard. That's the standard. And it sounds really <laughs> makes you pause. Like, what? <laughs> what, you, what can I do on my worst day? But that's a really important tool, a question, you know, to have in your in your in your toolbox. Yeah. Right? When it comes to your fitness, because if you because it accounts for life. Yeah. Well, it right. gives you a reality check. Because what do yeah. people do when they make a plan? Like, oh, I'm, they sign up for a 5K or a program and they're like, okay, I'm going to run 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And so, and then they'll write it down because they tell you to write your goals down. But the problem is uh, the plans we make are always based on the ideal day. Mm-hmm. So when you ask the question, what am I going to do on my worst day, that forces you to think about, all right, what am I going to do on those really bad days? Right, right. It it puts you in that place, like, how am I going to fit it in on that really bad day? Yeah, because there's there's a, a, it's like a wave, right? Yeah. When we get motivated to make a change, right? And this is what, it could be fitness, it could be anything, right? But we're just obviously talking about fitness today. When you, you get feel that motivation, like, I need to get in shape. I need to do something. You feel that motivation, you get to a point where you're ready to take action. Yeah. You are, in that moment, uh, consumed with that exciting goal. And so other things tend to fall by the wayside. Mm -hmm. And in that uh, moment, you know, fitness is a top priority. Right, it is a top priority. Like, oh, I'll do what I got, whatever I got to do. Like, this is exciting. This is what I'm working towards right now. But what happens, and it's different for everyone. For some people, it might be, you know, a month. Some people it might be two months, three months. Some people it might be six months. But eventually, mm-hmm. that excitement will kind of flatten out. Yeah. And the rest of your life will return, yeah. you know, back into the picture. Yeah. And you'll be kind of forced to, you know, pick and choose what you spend your time on. Um, and if you set lofty fitness goals that aren't sustainable in that future point in time where, where fitness kind of yeah. levels out, you're setting yourself up for failure. And that's why it's so important to set really, really <laughs> low, easy to achieve goals. Set that bar low. Set that bar oh. low, right? Like <laughs> yeah. you should be asking yourself the question, um, if I, like, if I only had 10 minutes a day, yeah. how would I, how could I work 10 minutes of fitness a day into my life? 
Exactly. Right. Like that's. Yeah, there was uh, John Berardi, the the founder of Precision Nutrition, ran into that situation. Here he is. Mm-hmm. He is a fitness professional, but he was having a house built and the baby due and all this kind of crazy stuff going on, and he only had ten minutes a day. And so the workout, he planned his workout, and it had to be in the morning next to his bed, mm. and all he had was dumbbells. So his workout was literally like three movements next to his bed in the morning before he left for the day. That was it. That yeah. was his workout. And he said, was he in the best shape of his life? No. Yeah, but he was able to do something every day for himself and sort of tread water, so to speak, mm-hmm. until he was able to get more movement in mm-hmm. six months down the road. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's what he did for six months. <laughs> that's crazy. But that's a perfect example <laughs> yeah. of what it takes. And then, you know, I'm sure after his house was built and yeah. they got, you know, were adjusted to parenthood and stuff like that, I'm yeah. sure he was able to eventually return back to, you know, maybe longer, more yeah. structured types of workouts. Yeah, eventually but, it grew into a bigger workout. But yeah, yeah sometimes that's what you got to do. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. And uh, it, Moving moving away from uh, all or nothing mindset yes. into always something. Yeah. Always something. And the cool part about when you set really low goals, it sounds so weird to say that. <laughs> when you set really low goals, um, when you exceed them, yeah. it's like icing on the cake. Yes, it is. Right? So if I say, okay, I'm just going to – I've got craziness going on right now, right? My, I've got three kids that – are, are in travel soccer. Uh, my in-laws are in town for the holidays. Yeah. I have this crazy project at work. Like I just, mm-hmm. I don't even, I can't even say the word fitness without wanting to bash my head against the wall, right? <laughs> yeah. What, okay. How can I, how can I fit fitness into my life? Right. And maybe for the next 30 days, 60 days, it's similar to what yeah. John Berardi did, right? Yeah. Maybe you're just walking at your kid's soccer practice, yeah. right? Maybe you yeah. are um, doing something like right when you wake up. Maybe you just go down to the basement, mm-hmm. do like you know a few rounds of squats, planks, that's it. and push-ups. And that's all you can do. Yeah. And that's okay because that's still a win. I think a lot of people have this yeah. um, misconception that if it's not – you know, a 60 minute workout and I'm not dripping sweat and I'm not exhausted afterwards that it was a waste of time. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I don't have time to work out. Yeah. Oh, didn't get my workout in today and just, you know, shrug their shoulders. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. But that's not true. That's not true because the momentum is more important than the case by case basis of each workout itself. Right. Exactly. You're better off working at 10 minutes a day Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life than you are doing crazy 90 minute workouts three days per week for a month and then and then nothing for the next three four months right yeah it's like oh i gotta get back on i gotta get back on yeah so So. that brings us to the next thing is in order to accomplish these tiny uh minimums that we're Mm -hmm. talking about you have to plan Mm -hmm. right you have to plan ahead and you have to plan your health first. Yes. Right? So in the last podcast, we talked about, you know, the old uh, object lesson everyone's familiar with of time in a jar. Mm -hmm. You know, and you want to put the big rocks first, then the pebbles, then the sand. The big rocks are your health, your family, and your sleep, and your nutrition. I'll add that. And your your 
not getting fired from work. Yeah, like, yeah. Do do your job. Show up for because work. getting fired and would have a whole different level. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So there's a difference between showing up for work and you know being extra salesman of the year. Right. All, all of that. Right. right. There's a difference. Right. Mm -hmm. So the big rock is showing up for work and doing your job. Mm -hmm. Right. So, uh, but yeah, you want to plan those things. So even and it doesn't have to be even though it's big rocks, it doesn't mean it has to take up. A bigger portion of your time it just means it's more important mm -hmm. so even if you're planning a five-minute workout a 10-minute workout plan it mm -hmm. right plan it first yeah because I guarantee you everyone's experienced this all those other things the uh, social media friends demands from the school demands from work they're all gonna creep in and just eat up every other minute of your life and then even that 10 minutes that you had planned for a workout is just going to disappear if you haven't planned it and prioritized it. Yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. The during the I remember during the pandemic, like when everything was shut down. Yeah. You, uh, you know how like your phone will tell you how much time you're spending on it. <laughs> uh, like there was one week where I was spending like six hours a day oh. on my phone. Whoa. In the six hours. Wow. Like on Reddit, on YouTube, just like scroll like six. Hour, what is that? Twenty five percent. Wow. Of my entire day was spent on my phone. Oh my gosh. And I just remember like thinking, oh my goodness, like what am I, <laughs> what am I doing with my life right now? But wow. going back to what you were saying about yeah. the prior prioritization, right? Yeah. So social media, TV, you know, yeah. the mindless kind of stuff. Yeah. That's that's obviously needs to be last. It's the last thing you add to the jar. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of us. Um, maybe maybe more than would be willing to admit where <laughs> we're spending maybe more time doing that sort of thing yeah. than we are on our health, right? Spending yeah. time with our family, you know, those, those big, like real priorities that are going to be better for our overall well-being. Yeah. When you plan those things first, the health, health family, sleep, and work, mm -hmm. when you plan those things first, the other stuff, I mean, important things will still happen. If, if it's important to you, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then the, the less important things are just going to naturally fall off. And over time, you won't even miss it, mm. right? Because a lot of people are like with the monkey with, that wants to hold on to the peanut in the coat. Oh, yeah. That analogy. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, but this, but that, but that's like, no, just have a little faith. Plan those big rocks first mm -hmm. and just see what happens. Just do an experiment for a week or two and mm -hmm. see what happens. Yeah. So we got yeah. so the big rocks, we got the health, for your health, right? Spending time with family, yeah, eight hours of sleep, like yeah. a full night's sleep, uh, and work, not getting fired work, right? Yeah. So doing your job, yeah. doing a good enough job to not get fired. Do good enough. Do good enough. Uh, <laughs> this, and those are the rocks that go into the jar, right? Yeah. Now the pebbles, the second you know, line of That's the stuff that enriches are, your life a little more. Enriches your yeah. life. Yeah, it's still good yeah. for you. So yeah. that's excelling at work if you are a very, yeah. you know, if you are a career-oriented person or yeah. an, achie uh, uh, an achievement-oriented you know, oriented individual, like excelling at work, right? So not just doing the bare minimum. Like yeah. If, you, if it fulfills you to like do really well yeah. at your job, that would be falling in the second priority. Um, hobbies. Yes. Creative outlets. Yeah. Right? If you like doing art, if you yeah. are writing a book, if you yeah. like to go hiking, right? These hobbies that are yeah. adding to your life. Social media is not a hobby, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Creative outlet hobbies, and then going out with friends, socializing, yeah. right? That's going to help you. So those are kind of the pebbles that we then add yeah. into the jar. And I put, personally, I put um, volunteer work in that second 
Mm. That second one, that's tough because charities, you know, they're, they're really important. And sometimes we put them first above our health, volunteering, mm -hmm. but really it should be second because you've got to take care of your health and your family and your work and, right. and then turn around and give back. Right. Yeah. So I would put volunteer work that's in the second category. Yeah. That's such a, that's such a yeah. good point. Yeah. And then, um, the sand, right. The, uh, what we just talked about, the, the third categories the sand which is like the social media the tv yeah the video games stuff like that yeah. that is it's fun, fun in the moment but yeah. isn't it's not really going to enrich your life right. in any way or and, and, and make your life better and uh the funny part about this <laughs> is not to get too neuroscientific right but um as oh. we go down the list of priorities right so starting at There's one going down to two going down to, down to three which is uh, a lot of like the technology stuff, right? Social yeah. media, TV, stuff like that. Um, the more accessible it tends to be. Yeah. And the more dopaminogenic yes. it tends to be, right? So it's very easy to yeah. to get hooked on scrolling because it feels good like while you're doing so it. So it's more right? addictive it's like a, it's the more, further down you go. Right, it's more addictive. <laughs> but also it's the, the less enriching it actually mm, it doesn't is give, for your life. It doesn't love you back as much. It doesn't love you back. <laughs> yes, yes. Zuckerberg is not going to reach through the screen and, and hug you back. Yeah. That's true. However, if you're going to get, you know, uh, nerdy science. So um, when you uh, give service to other people, when you help other people, or even when you witness someone helping someone else, mm -hmm. it releases oxytocin in your brain. So I, I've, <laughs> I watched a video on that uh, by a... Uh, clinical psychologist and he was talking about that and he was saying uh, one of the best ways to get out of a depression not a clinical depression right so okay. not not if you have like serious you know you know okay. biochemical yeah. issues but if you're in a depressive episode one of yeah. the best things you can do is to serve others yeah is to help others it gets you out of your head yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. which seems counterintuitive right you think yeah. like oh i'm feeling down i need to yeah. like take care of myself but it's you know, it's how we're wired to, yeah. to, to help others. So Very good. So, yeah. all right, back to our time-efficient workouts. <clears throat> oh, yeah, we kind of got off track. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, plan it first, mm -hmm. right? you got to have a plan. Um, so you want to make sure you plan your workouts, or yeah. anything health-related, right? Make your doctor appointments, brush your teeth, plan your workouts. Yeah. So anything health-related needs to go in your jar first. So um, let's see. And as far yeah. as uh, mindset, you were talking about, well, we call it the dial method, right? When mm -hmm. you are willing to do less on the bad days and willing to do more on the days that where it works out better. Yeah, so, that's so important. Yeah, yeah. the dial method. Um, for We talk about it all the time, but for yeah. those of you who don't know, the dial method, basically you assign every uh, area of your life yeah. has its own dial, right? So fitness yeah. has a dial. Work has a dial. Mm -hmm. um, you know, family time, family life has a dial, right? Yeah. And these dials all go from one to ten. One being like, oh, like there's not a lot going on. It's super relaxed in that area right now. Ten being like, oh my gosh, this is yeah. super crazy. It's super hectic in this area, yeah. right? And so what you want, and what you want to do is, as you go throughout life, right, the dials will switch, right? Maybe you get assigned a crazy project at work, right? And your work dials all the way up to a 10. Yeah. And at the same time, oh, travel soccer season just started, uh. right? So little Timmy, you know, the, the family life dial, you got to drive him around all over the place. So that's, that's all, a 10. all the way up to 10, right? Yeah. So it's going to then be very difficult mm. for you to keep fitness also at a 10 because 
those other dials are up at a 10. It's going to be tough to do a long run <laughs> yeah. on, on that weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. so what you need to do is then, and it's okay, what you need to do is just adjust that dial, right? Yeah. Right now, fitness cannot be at a 10. So maybe you were maybe you were running every day, right? Maybe you're a runner and you, mm -hmm. you, you were running for an hour every day, right? Well, now with this new project at work and travel soccer starting mm -hmm. up, that's just not sustainable. Yeah. And so you have to turn that fitness dial. Maybe it's down to a four, five, you know, mm -hmm. maybe instead of every day, it's it's three days per week or maybe even two days per week, you know, depending on how busy and, you are. And maybe it's a walk during lunch, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah it might have to look different or maybe go up and down the stairs, uh, <clears throat> After lunch, you know, just yeah, go up and down the stairs five times. Right. And it's yeah. like, okay, that's my workout. <laughs> yeah. But the, the beautiful part is, is yeah. when, so let's say you, that, you know, you wrap up that project, you know, yeah. at the end of the quarter and yeah, your work dial is, is no longer a 10, maybe that's down to a five. Then we can look at turning that fitness dial yep. back up. So it Turn makes it your fitness fluid, right? It allows yeah. your fitness to move with your life instead of, right. you know, just being overly rigid and like saying, Hey, I have to, I got to do these five or these runs every day. And you know, if I don't, then I'm a failure. Right. And another thing is some people are probably wondering, why can't I just take a, a month or two off? What's the big deal? Mm. Well, I just got done with a conference where they talked all about the science of what happens to your bones and your muscles and other systems in your body. When you take days off, it only takes two days for your muscle to start to decline and then 10 to 14 days for your muscles to shrink, mm -hmm. right? So you can lose your gains really fast. Mm -hmm. So they took a whole group of people 50 and up, and uh, when they took two weeks off, they lost six months' worth of gains. So that's what's at stake here. Jeez. Not to scare anybody, but <laughs> that's what's at stake. Yeah. When you stop, when you turn that dial off, you're you're risking losing a lot just shutting your body off. But when you do that minimum, you are keep that dial on. You keep all that, mm -hmm. so it doesn't have to take a ton of time and effort to just keep your body at you know at a place where it's easy to come back, where you don't lose all those gains. Right. So, so yeah. what you're saying is the so so you worked out you know been really good with your fitness. You've made a lot of progress. All those all those dials are up to ten. So now I have to look at adjusting my fitness dial, even if I take it down to like a one or a two, yeah. it's going to offset yeah. losing all those gains, right? Even if I'm just working out like once a week and walking a couple days a week, right. that's going to offset yes. losing all of that progress that I've just made. Whereas if I, yeah. even if I just take a month off, right, of doing nothing and oh, my, my fitness dial is at a zero, it's, you're, back at, you're back to zero. Yeah, you're yeah. back. You're, it's like you're six, you've set your back, yourself back six months if yeah. you take a month off. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, kind of bringing it full circle into how to have a f efficient, effective workouts. Yes. Okay. You have to have that eagle eye view yeah. and plan appropriately mm -hmm. for your life, right? You need to, to, how is fitness going to fit into my lifestyle based on um, my prioritization? Mm -hmm. And one thing we were talking about before that is really important is the when, you, when you're going through the planning process, right, if you're a calendar person uh, and you're looking at your calendar and you're saying, okay, like I want to plan out this month or this week or whatever it is, the it's important to, note, to, to remember the number of hours yeah. that you have available doesn't necessarily correlate to the amount of action actionable items you'll be able to 
undertake yeah. in that time frame. So it's important to, when you're looking at your calendar and saying, uh, you know, okay, I'm crazy busy. I only have an hour break, you know, between when I'm done work and little Timmy's soccer practice. Don't plan an hour workout in that white space, mm. right? Because what's going to happen is you work might go over. Yeah. Right? Uh, little Timmy might say, Mom, I left one of my cleats somewhere oh. and I can't find it. You got to run to Dick's yeah. to go pick up a pair of You yeah. know, so all of these things, these things can happen. So give yourself some wiggle room. Yeah. Right? Give yourself a little. So if you only have an hour, the wise thing to do would be, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll plan like a 20-minute workout. Mm-hmm. And if it works out, that I, <clears throat> excuse me, if it, and if it works out, that I can do 30 minutes yeah. or 45 minutes, great. Like that's icing on the cake. Yeah. But let me approach this in a very like realistic way. I'll allocate 20 minutes yeah. for a workout and give myself a little bit of a buffer. And if I get that 20 minutes in, bam, you know, yeah. that's perfect. I think that's the, the biggest mistake I've made in the past is planning things back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And I had no buffers in between activities. So yeah. yeah, you gotta you gotta plan for transition time, and things always just take longer than you think they're gonna take. You yeah. know, standing in line at the grocery store, or 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 if you're ordering food online, you know the delivery didn't come when you expected, or the apps slow that day, or things mm-hmm. always take longer than you think they're gonna take. Mm-hmm. So just plan some white space between your activities. Yeah, you know, and like you said, plan a workout that's shorter than the time that you think you have, mm-hmm. and then when you have more time than you thought, then Cool. I'm going to yeah. add a couple of stretches or I'll, I'll add another lift or whatever it is to it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, on that topic, when you finally plan that workout, what does it look like? How can you make the most of that precious 15, 20 minutes that you've got, mm-hmm. right? When you go to the gym or the basement or wherever it's at that you do your workout. So, yeah. the first thing is turn your phone off when you get into the gym <laughs> yeah. because that is just going to eat away your time like piranhas. Mm. And so put your phone in airplane mode or whatever so you're not getting notifications and things like that. So that's really important. And then what you want to do is minimize the rest periods. So when you have less time to work out, you want to keep your heart rate up and the intensity up a little higher than you would if it were a longer workout. So also you want to do compound movements. That means you're using more than one joint at a time. So bicep curls, not the most efficient way to use your workout. Mm-hmm. So you want to do like for the lay person, I would say just like add two movements together, like do a squat and an overhead press, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or a lunge and an overhead press. Just add things together so that you're doing, um, you're getting a lot done in a short amount of time. And then another really cool trick is just to add weights to whatever you're doing. Mm. Even if you're walking, you can put on a vest or something. They call it rucking, right? So Mm -hmm. anything to kind of, or uh, if you're on a treadmill, put it on an incline and just get a a little, make it a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, again, oh, you want to be really focused. So some people find it very motivating and helpful to just sign up for a specific program. Like, oh, I've got this 5K, and then that'll help you plan specifically to train for the 5K, give you that extra motivation, or maybe a class that's running for like six weeks, mm-hmm. and that helps you be more focused and, and use your time better when you get in there. Yeah. Any other ideas? <laughs> uh, I mean, 
No, yeah, I mean, you, I think you hit the nail on the head. So yeah. try to condense more movements into the time you have. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so I know. I, I think I, you pretty much got. Well, I've got one more. I've one more um, little piece. So when I said add weights, please do not be afraid to go back in that back section of the gym that a lot of people are kind of scared of because you're used to seeing meatheads running around mm. back there with the barbells and everything. Spend the money to get someone to go back there and show you how to use those free weights and start getting comfortable with those yeah. weights because that's a really important part of the gym, way more important than the ellipticals and the treadmills in the front of the gym mm -hmm. because those uh, the strength movements, that's what's going to keep you young, keep you healthy, keep your posture up, keep your bones. keep That's going to be the most important part to your health. Yeah. Like I'm not against cardio. I do it too. But you really need to learn how to use weights and get comfortable using them safely. So spend whatever money you, you can and whatever time. It's time well spent mm -hmm. if you can learn how to do a few movements, yeah. a few basic movements with some free weights. Mm -hmm. That's what I would yeah. – that, that's a very efficient way to use your time. For sure. When you work out. Yeah. Strength training is going to give you the yeah. most bang for your buck. Because yes. you can do – you can get cardio aspects from strength training, yes. but you cannot get strength training aspects from doing right. cardio. So exactly. if you learn how to strength train properly, it can, you can yeah. cover all of your bases. Yeah, absolutely. Vice versa, that's not true. Yeah, I want to see, I want a revolution to happen. I want more people 40 and up back there in the, in the uh, weight room. Mm -hmm. It's not just for 20-something physique competitors yeah. right yeah it's the older you get the more important it is to get back there into the right. weight room yeah for yeah. sure especially you start to get in your 40s 50s yeah it's it's not optional you got to yeah. get back there and start yeah. learning to use those weights yeah and it's not and like lynette said just invest in yeah you know hire a trainer for it doesn't have to be like long just hire a trainer for a couple of sessions just say hey yeah. i want to learn how to yeah. how to use this barbell yeah right just learn how to use it yeah um it's an investment that will pay yeah off huge dividends yeah over the long term. Absolutely. Yeah, so, definitely. Cool. Yeah. I think we covered it pretty much everything. Yeah. Is there anything else that uh, no. we didn't cover? Plan your time. Yeah. Plan your workout. Do the minimum. Do right? the minimum. Set the bar low. Yep. And be do a, it. Be a C student. <laughs> C's, do, C's get degrees, <laughs> That's man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hopefully this was helpful. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye-bye.